0: Welcome back to another ESL podcast, and today we're going to be shifting a little bit of focus, guys. I like throwing some things and some curveballs at you guys. Again, you know, going from, you know, what is it, spending habits to, you know, stages of behavior. But honestly, you know, with tourism taking such a gradual hit right now here in Thailand, we're going to be talking about a little bit over the next couple of podcasts. First and foremost, today is going to be a vocabulary preview in terms of negatives and positives. Uh, in terms of the tourism, along with a few questions. And then we're going to be getting into a nice little reading, which of course you will hear through audio. And we will explain and with those questions that would be available about the reading, which is about tourism being in the spotlight. So guys, negatives and positives, I would like you guys to match them. Okay, now you can do that on your own, but I'm going to be speaking about it today. So Oh, my God. Woo! Slam. Honestly, I believe that the tourist industry here in Thailand has been absolutely slammed because of the coronavirus fears. Now, to put things into perspective, people, I believe that around 20,000 to 30,000, if not more, Americans have already perished due to flu, Okay, due to the household flu. Okay, It could be viral A, viral B, whatever it might may be, okay? or flu type A, viral B, whatever you want to call it. However, because this coronavirus originated from Wuhan, not even Wuhan, but China, and given the fact that America has had trade issues with China over the past couple of years or three years or four years since whatever his name has been in the, 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 the chair at the White House, whatever you want to call it, I think it was a perfect scapegoat to completely… Destroy this american i 'm sorry, not the American economy, but the global economy. so if we look at you know how much this spreads, guys, I live in probably one of the most infected areas in the world. now they are stating that Thailand only has forty three at the moment now, you guys are hearing this way, way out towards the middle of March, but this is the beginning of March while i 'm recording this um given the fact that Thailand, they're saying it's only 43, but we know people aren't telling the truth. So I believe that Thailand's probably at 400, but guys, put it into perspective. All it comes down to are your hands. People are absolutely terrified right now. They're like, oh my God, I don't wanna go outside. I don't wanna go anywhere. And again, like most people, everyone overreacts, right? And when you're fear mongered by the news, by the media, and not going on a media fast, such as what I'm doing, you become controlled, your action, you begin touching your forehead, right? You take inhales, ah, big, like very, very deep exhales. You, (laughs) to see if you don't have a cough, to see if you have a cough, you begin to flip out. Like I like that, you know, that is a beautiful phrasal verb. Flip out meaning go crazy, meaning go outside your damn mind because you no longer have control over your mind. The media does. So, because that has happened, the tourist industry out here in Thailand has become flattened, right? There's no one from China traveling, obviously not. Japan and Korea have followed suit. Korea was another big, um, you know, another big market here for Thailand, but they have completely gone flat also because, of course, you guys know that the fears of what's happening out there currently. Japan is another one. And then it's just going to continue expanding. But because the government has put all their eggs in one basket, which is the tourist industry, places are going to go. They are in troubling positions, okay? It's a troubled economy. It's a troubled area of the economy that Thailand has become so reliant on to the point that there are going to be huge ramifications. I'm talking layoffs that are already happening not layoffs because of the coronavirus, but layoffs because they're like, oh, there are no tourists, sorry guys, goodbye. Again, this is what happens when you have just a job. When you're just a job, you're just a number. So this this has been very detrimental and everything is beginning to decay, meaning die. If we look at the craziness of the airlines, just about every company in the world, Apple and Microsoft are now searching for potential suitors to house their, their notorious Foxconn, uh, 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 what, what is it, the, the, the company that creates the iPhones. Now I say notorious because there have been over 3,000 deaths in that company since they have began in China. It's because of overwork and depression and so many other things. And I think Apple should be held accountable. Now in saying that, they are looking into places here in Thailand and Vietnam so that they could actually bring their disgusting business and start creating more phones. (laughs) But nonetheless, guys, I think we have completely disregarded what's actually here. This is a very advantageous, see, I'm going over all the vocabulary right now. You guys, if you're looking at the vocabulary, check it out and hear me how I state these different vocabulary terms, okay? I think this is a very, very advantageous time, uh, time frame or time period that we're going through right now. Stock markets have plunged, meaning they have completely fallen off the cliff. But this is a good moment for a lot of you who are not even, oh, I'm not into stocks or this or that. No, it's not even about stocks or indexes. Guys, This this the beginning of becoming financially educated which is what I talk about in my investment podcast, my business premium podcast that you guys, uh, if you haven't already aired, of course, you guys know now. And you guys could tune into that by clicking the link down below. But nonetheless, I believe that there is considerable growth that's going to be happening. And people who are fearing right now, those are the same people who fear back in 2008 and 2009 and let the entire world pass them right by. Do not be that person that fears please. Now, in saying that, I'm going to go over some of these questions. Tourism companies should do more to keep their customers happy. Do you agree or do you disagree? Now, again, I would absolutely agree. Now, here in Thailand, oh my God, a long story. But again, tourism can create a number of problems for countries which rely on it. Boom! Exactly what I just said. It could create a number of problems for countries that rely on it. Now, do I believe that tourism is just going to completely jack up everything? No. Listen, the sacred nectar by the name of water, that's one of the highest commodities and will be one of the greatest commodities in the next 100 years because it's going to be very difficult to come by. Although we live on a planet full of water, people have not developed infiltration systems to make some of that salt water, clean water. But nonetheless, that's another topic for another day. I think Thailand went from having apparently 38 million tourists last year. They're probably going to have maybe 14 million this year. Businesses are going to be going down the drain. I feel very bad for the Airbnbs and the bungalows that are all, you know, on the side of different cliffs and that, man, there is nothing and people are taking hits. I just hope that a lot of small business owners do not end up leaving. Um, but again, some people say tourism can be a force for good and should be embraced by governments, but there are governments scattered throughout Europe who are saying no to tourists. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, if you look at the likes of Bhutan, the Western world would heavily criticize them for being such what, what they actually deem it to be a hermit nation such as what North Korea is, never put Bhutan and North Korea in the same sentence. That's that's a travesty. But nonetheless, Bhutan, natural resources, these are the happiest people on the planet. And it's because what? They don't have much tourism in their country. In order for you to visit Bhutan, you would have to pay, I think, $250 a day. That's not even including the visa, the tourist company, none of that. They only accept probably about 2,000, if I'm not mistaken, tourists a year in their country. So is it good to put a cap on it? Well, the thing is, Bhutan, they're not heavily reliant on tourism. So if they say, hey, we're going to reduce it from 2,500, okay. Now, a company that was, I'm sorry, a country that was very heavily reliant. No, I'm not saying a country was, but the people had become reliant on tourism was Palau. So Palau, they opened up and they got like 90,000 applicants. We're talking Chinese people who wanted to come to Palau. There are only 10,000 people in Palau. So you could only imagine how much that freaked them out. And again, the environment, the coral reef, a lot of things began to completely plummet. And then the government said, hey, man, we're done. We're taking at least like 70% of these out. And then bungalows and other services that people had developed because the surge of tourism, everything was gone. So again, I'm giving you guys the tale of two tales. Do not become heavily reliant, or you're going to become the next Bangkok. And then if you end up start bringing a lot of tourists in, and you become very greedy, such as what Thailand has become. And then next thing you know, oh my God, the virus is hit. What are we going to do now? Oh, of course. And then you have no water, because your vegetation out there in the northeast of Thailand has completely dried, and then therefore the production goes down, which then affects the export businesses. I mean, this is just a domino effect. You have to be careful. See, guys, if you look at me and say, Arsenio, hey, you know what? Okay, what about your now money in terms of like what your te- your your coaching, your training, and stuff out here in Thailand? Well, it's because I planted a seed a very long time ago. And this seed was me helping these women with teaching sparingly, right? Now this year, they ended up launching about three businesses. They're doing unbelievably well financially. And they said, Arsenio, we want you to head this specific place in this specific location. And I said, man, that is a deal. See, they I put all my eggs – I wouldn't say I put all my eggs, but they make a – they have made a considerable amount of eggs in terms of the money that I make here within Bangkok because even my full-time job, they don't pay me nearly as much as what I'm worth. That's number one. Number two, they barely have any classes. Why? They would say, oh, well, you know, the tourism or the economy or this or that. Well, you know what? My ladies over here just gave me a considerable amount of work and I am saved. So uh, either you guys get your act together or I'm just going to block out my schedule Monday through Friday and uh, get paid what I'm worth. And then you guys just get the, you giddy up on the ridiculous hours on the weekend. See, that's me not putting all my eggs and not becoming reliant on one specific place. See, I got this this lady over here. I got these couple of folks over here. And of course, the money that I haven't began to discuss that I make online. You see what I mean? The courses that I have, the Business English podcast, which is going to start, which is going to go on a surge. You see what I mean? Never put all your eggs in one basket. Although, yes, all my eggs are in the training field. I would like to say, I wouldn't say education, but I would say empowerment English learning. (laughs) You know what I mean? But this is a life lesson for all of you out there and for those young individuals who will begin to emerge and come from, with the, you know, come from under the wings of other individuals to create your own life. Get ready. We're heading into some interesting times, but man, these are very advantageous times. So with that being said, guys, stay tuned for Tourism in the Spotlight so we can break everything down tomorrow. I'm your host, as always, over and out.